Welcome in everybody to Big 12 Football and Beyond as we take a look at all the key matchups uh, over the weekend uh, that will take place within the league. Um, and we'll uh, get some, obviously, some cross-sectional games that will be played. Um, we're going to take a deeper look at all of these games inside the film room over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you get the detailed film room analysis as well. Um, I think that one of the things we look at when we break down the game in detail, we take you inside that film room and we tell you how it's looked on film. You can look at the scores, you can look at the stats, but you've got to really study and understand what you're looking at and to see how it might translate into the future. The tricky part is teams will never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. So we give you an insight into the game from a coaching and scouting perspective at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check out our football season sale. Take advantage of it. Get all the detailed film room information that we have for you. Uh, if you're a fan of this show, Big 12 Football and Beyond, please sign up for Big 12 Football and Beyond. Subscribe, like, and share. If you're a fan of the other conferences, the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, uh, the Pac-12, sign up for SEC Football and Beyond, Big Ten Football and Beyond, ACC Football and Beyond, Pac-12 Football and Beyond. And again, subscribe, like, and share if you would do that. We'd certainly appreciate it. Also, uh, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. That'll get you all the podcasts that we do, all the shows that we do, college, NFL, you name it. We got it all for you. Uh, so, again, uh, Landry Football Podcast Network. Subscribe, like, and share. And one more we want to tell you about, if you haven't had a chance to watch us do this show, you can do this uh, with Off the Hook Sports. Go to Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and share that as well, and certainly communicate with us, and we'll certainly answer your questions and get you involved in the process. Well, Thursday night opens up the matchup with West Virginia and Virginia Tech. Um, this West Virginia team, it's a big game. We've talked about it in the ACC football and beyond, how big of a game it is for West Virginia. Brent Pry and Virginia Tech is in his first year. They're not as Settled at quarterback. I think West Virginia's JT Daniels is playing well. The offense is moving. I think there's some big plays. I think that this West Virginia defensive line is going to give Virginia Tech some trouble, create some turnovers. I think this is a, you know, Virginia Tech gave it up five times in the opener against Old Dominion. It hadn't been as uh, generous since, but uh, I do think that Virginia Tech has made too many mistakes to this point. The running game isn't coming up with the big plays that they need to. And I think that JT Daniels uh, is going to have an opportunity to kind of make the, uh, uh, assert himself here. It might be a difference. I think the Virginia Tech defense has been pretty good thus far, but I think this West Virginia team on film looks to me to be a better team than it, its record has showed to this point. So we'll see how that plays out more details over at LandryFootball.com. Oklahoma and Kansas State in Norman. What happened to Kansas State that dominated Missouri and looked like it was about to, you know, make some noise in the Big 12? Well, you know what Kansas State is, right? They are a line of scrimmage team that's physical, that can run the football, including the quarterback. They don't have much in the passing game. Now, 17-10 loss to Tulane was maybe the biggest eye-opener to me. Um, the running game wasn't as good. The offense, um, you know, with um, 
just two turnovers and minimal penalties. The defense has been terrific on third down. It's really good pass efficiency. It just was not a good performance and not a typical performance against Tulane, and it bit them in the keister. Oklahoma has been really good over the first three weeks, but it hadn't played a good team. Uh, UTEP, Kent State, Nebraska, not very good. This is the best team by far that Oklahoma has played. Um, you know, you drill teams in, in, against inferior competition. Oklahoma's done it. I think Oklahoma and Michigan have got that in common. They're good, and they drilled their oppose, uh, opposition. But we're going to see how good once they play better competition. You do what you have to do. Um, Oklahoma's been close to flawless. It's not flashy, but the defense is nasty. The defense is better positioned. That's the, and I don't think they're as talented as they need to be. But, you know, the problem under Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma is not only were they deficient in terms of talent, they were not well coached because the head coach was too concerned about his offense and how it looked and not really serving his role as the head coach and getting that unit the preparation it needs. The Sooners lost a fumble against Nebraska. And uh, that's one turnover thus far. Penalty's not a problem. They're a better coach team at Oklahoma right now thus far this year. The pass rush in the defensive front should be able to have some success against this Kansas State uh, uh, protection unit. I think they'll be able to defend the run pretty well. They're not giving up a lot of yards. Again, that has something to do with the level of competition. Kansas State has its style that makes this game interesting. It always does. Um, it's not going to make mistakes. It's going to try to hold the football for 35 minutes. It's going to try to get the defense misaligned. It's, the, it's all about the Oklahoma defense here. Can you get off the field in this game? Look, this is a game in which a Lincoln Riley coach team has lost in the past because defensively they weren't prepared to get off the field. And your offense can't be your offense if you don't have as many snaps. Kansas State doesn't have a downfield passing attack, and that's going to be their undoing. And I think the balanced offense of Oklahoma is helping them and allowing their defense to be in better position. So, like Oklahoma in this game, do I like them by 12 and a half? What's the over and under? Check out LandryFootball.com. As we've got in the Big 12 film room game previews, uh, the complete look over there. Hey, TCU's got SMU in Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas. Um, if it's possible to be totally rested and ready to roll, then that's where TCU is. Layup win over a horrible Colorado team, a scrimmage against Tarleton State, then two weeks to get ready for a 30-mile trip against uh, by 30 uh, to SMU. Rested, maybe stale, we'll see. The Horn Frogs have had no problems in their first two games under Sonny Dykes. The passing game has rolled the first two weeks. The running game averaged over nine yards per carry against Boulder. The defense was fine. Chandler Morris is still out, but Max Duggan has been more than capable. As long as the turnovers are kept to a minimum, all should be pretty good. SMU has a turnover problem, eighth thus far. The run defense has been shaky. Rhett Lashley's offense doesn't care a lick about controlling the clock. Um SMU, uh, the flip side of playing only two games thus far and getting all the rest TCU has had, there's a chance that SMU is a little bit sharper here. Turnovers have been an issue. Uh, 
eight so far. It killed them in the Kansas game, but the defense has made up for it with some takeaways of their own. The offense is moving well. Um, it's going to get their toughest test against this TCU team. Tanner Mordecai needs to be more accurate. He's not hitting enough guys uh, in stride, but he's spreading the ball around pretty well with the short passing game. He's got 10 touchdown passes. Um, you know, TCU's pass rush hasn't really uh, cranked up yet. SMU is going to bring the offense. TCU going to get the ground game going. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, it's going to be a lot of points in it. I, I think it's going to be really close. So uh, I've, I've got a pick for you and also some over and under uh, thoughts over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check that out. A fun one in Lubbock. Yes, the Longhorns go to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Um, Texas played San, uh, Texas San Antonio last week. Um, they were banged up, and so was Texas San Antonio after the loss to Alabama. But it, it looked like a letdown, and for the first quarter it was. Hudson Card was fine, though, with Quinn Ewers out. B. John Robinson went off, turned the game around, uh, even on a hurt ankle, and Texas took care of business. The defense, the, the running game, rolled for about 300 yards, but the biggest difference in uh, is a Texas defense that's tackling well. Uh, it's allowing um, – 17 points per game. The pass defense has been good enough. The offense has been good considering all the injuries. Texas Tech's offense hadn't kicked in yet. The line hadn't been great. The seven turnovers are way too many. You turn it over this time, Texas will pound you. Uh, there's a learning curve for Tech. The offense, I think, is going to be pretty good. Um, this is remind you that Zach Kitney, who comes from Western Kentucky and is a bright coordinator, I think is going to have a good game plan here. And if they cut down the turnovers, they can really challenge Texas. There's enough of a running game. Um, the biggest defense, biggest difference is the defense. It shut down Houston and kept NC State uh, in check. The run defense is the second best in the Big 12. Uh, the passing attack leads the conference. So uh, I think it's going to be a real interesting matchup. Tech has enough of a pass rush to bother and Enough of a run defense to be terrific. It might be enough to keep this game close. Um, Quinn Ewers is expected to at least dress. It's going to need another good day from Robinson. Uh, I'm leaning Texas here. Uh, the six and a half. Have some further thoughts on that. Check out LandryFootball.com for more thoughts on this matchup. What a great basketball matchup. Hey, Duke and Kansas are 3-0. and oh. What are you talking about? This is a really Good matchup. Duke is uh, unbeaten. Um, what are the Blue Devils going to do with Mike Elko in this game? Riley Leonard in the passing game have been good. The running game has been good. Balance. The defense is generating takeaways. The offense has only given up two interceptions. The defense is for seven turnovers, including that big one in the game against Northwestern. Kansas is playing well. The defense, though, isn't doing anything to get enough third down stops. The running game has to work to pull this off. Uh, Kansas, it's about their offense. The offensive line um, is played very well. They also get the ball out quickly. They also move the pocket. The running game has been good. Um, you know, it's, it's just going to be a real interesting matchup. I do favor Duke a little bit in this game. By how much? I think it's going to be due to the offense. I'm thinking over here, folks. That's where I'm thinking. The over and under is 66 and a half. But got further thoughts on this at LandryFootball.com. So make sure 
that you check that out. Baylor is at Iowa State in Jack Trice Stadium in Ames, Iowa. For Baylor, the running game is taken over. Um, it's a hard time getting going against BYU, but I thought Texas, Texas State, they did a really good job. The Iowa State defense has been terrific thus far. But I think Baylor should be able to run the football on them. Blake Chapman has been fine, not making a ton of mistakes. He's been fairly accurate. He's running the offense well, but there's not enough in the passing game yet. For all the good things that Iowa State's doing, the pass rush hasn't been great. Give Sharp in time, and he'll carve up a defense, though. Iowa State is doing just about everything defensively like you want it to do. They don't have the star power of the Iowa State defense that's played pretty well in recent years, but the run defense didn't allow Iowa or Ohio to get going. We know about Iowa's offense, but still, nice job there. Baylor's playing well. Um and is yet to pull off a big win. Iowa State's defense is about to step up at home. This is an intriguing game, a fun game. Check out how I see this one over at LandryFootball.com, but might be a little bit of a surprise uh, in this one for you. Hey, folks, that's a look at it's a look. Big 12 is a little bit shorter because you've got less games involving Big 12 teams, less teams in the league. So um, that's the reason for it. But to be sure we've got even more film room breakdowns of all of these games over at LandryFootball.com, as well as detailed film room breakdowns of all the games and all the conferences over at LandryFootball.com. So check it out. Uh, take advantage of the football season sale. Um, try it out for a month, whatever is your pleasure there. Uh, reminder, too, to sign, uh, sign up for Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe to that channel, if you would, for us like it, share it, uh, so that we can continue to bring you these type of shows that uh, that you like so much on college football. Uh, if you like the NFL as well, sign up for uh, the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all the college shows, all the NFL shows, everything that we do. The Landry Football Podcast Network. Sign up. It's free, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, like, and share. Um, we think you will absolutely love it. If you like the Big 12. If you like the other conferences, sign up for Big 12 football and beyond, SEC football and beyond, so on and so forth. Subscribe, like, and share as well. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be uh, here to wrap it up for you and analyze it for you here on the Landry Football Podcast Network, Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel, and LandryFootball.com. A collaborative effort. We're excited about it. We want you to get excited. Uh, folks, a third of the football season is going to be gone by the end of this weekend. So get in on the action. Learn more about these teams from a coaching and scouting perspective. That's what we're here for. Talk to you next time, everybody.